Hello and welcome to another episode of In Swinging Yorkers with me Sushant Tiwari where we talk to interesting people about their cricketing journeys. And for today's episode I have the privilege of hosting ex-vice captain of ACC4 who's also one of the funniest people I've come across in this team. I would like to welcome Vivek. Thank you for taking some time out. Sure. Thanks a lot Sushant for inviting me to this podcast. Yeah, in a way I feel <coughs> kind of privileged to be invited because before this I have not done any podcast or speaking in any kind of show. So this is very special for me as well and I am finding it quite interesting and thanks for the lovely welcome. <laughs> we have a cup of coffee <laughs> and some crackers and a good introduction by Sushant. I hope that puts me in a good face throughout this podcast and thank you. Of course it does and all the three podcast followers that I have <laughs> they will be happy to hear uh, some stories that you're going to share today so thanks for taking some time sure. out. Sure. Um Vivek I mentioned already before we started recording this that uh, once we were hanging out after the game and uh, you were sharing the story of how you've traveled across the world but also most importantly where you come from a very small part of uh, india very small town or village um, and i also resonated with the same because i also come from a small town in india and already at that point i knew that if i ever start a podcast i would like to share this story with whoever wants to listen to this you know so um my first question to you is what is your first memory of cricket how did you get introduced to the game okay so in the initial phases of my life as you already mentioned i was not very much exposed to cricket because i come from a village which is kind of a literal village in india which you see in india and there yeah cricket was not so popular as you can say or people doesn't used to play cricket it was a small village and all the fields around but then i moved to town for my education and that was the time when my father got a job in government and then we could afford to move to a town and that's where when uh, cricket was introduced and yeah that was my first memory is when i started staying in the town i see people uh, some uh, town guys playing cricket and that intrigued me and that's how i was introduced means being uh in india cricket is not very unfamiliar at any point of your life that's true yeah so be it in a village or a town or a big city yeah. you're always exposed in some way or the other yeah. and that was the case with me as well mm. so the my cricketing journey started with that small town the town is also very small and what's the name of the town it is called dibiyapur okay it is in uttar pradesh and it lies in the middle somewhere in between itawa and kanpur okay and what's the population of that town Yeah means that uh, town would have now a bigger population when I start when I stayed there during my uh, younger days I would mm. say <laughs> uh, th- at that time it would have been around 1000 1200 people wow, okay. yeah that's um, a really small town for india yeah exactly just 1000 people <laughs> and, and uh, uh, it's a town i would say not a village okay. so and given the town uh, population i would say as you already mentioned it's not too big mm. so yeah it was a small town and it was budding around certain big uh, plants that were established in the vicinity like ntpc and gale okay 
otherwise there was not nothing much there there mm. was and the, even the land was not fertile so mm. no people used to actually live there mm. uh, but eventually yeah these plants came and a little bit of business commercialization started mm. and that's how people started moving in their new education institutions were opened and that gave me opportunity to move to that place okay and had a bit of better education as compared to what i was having in my initial days mm. and how old were you when you moved to dipyapur yeah as i remember i was around 5 to 6 years old okay. so, so quite young yeah and it was still comprehending a lot of things it was kind of coming out of the well situation yeah okay <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean if you move to a bigger town where did you move there from is was there like was your original village where you come from until yeah. you lived until 5 years old was it even smaller village yeah it was very small yeah to give you an idea it was so small the primary school was having just two rooms mm. so how my education began was i still have a very vivid memory of that uh, i used to carry this jute bags where you ca- uh, where which are used for packing wheats right. and paddies and stuff right. i used to carry these jute bags and go to school and there were since there were only two rooms we used to sit under the tree mm. and my father used to say you have to sit in the front so in the village the rule was the, the the one who goes first he will be the one deciding where the class will be and from where it will be starting so i used to go like 4:35 in the morning to put the jute back to make sure that the class is there and starts from there and i will i, I am the first one who is sitting the first row okay. even though there was no row it was like you have to define it Yeah. So the first person reaching was the one who's defining. So it was, yeah, it was nice. I would not say it was bad. It was one of the experience, quite a humble experience mm. that still keeps me rooted. Those memories, and I would like to remember them time and again, so that it gives me a sense of belongingness, mm. a sense from where I come, so mm. that I can retrospect my life from that perspective. Mm. That's a deep thought. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> Uh, but also very important to remember where you come from and i share the same thought because as i said i also come from a very small town in india uh, not as small as dibiapur but i come from itarsi which is like now i think 150000 people still a town <laughs> yeah uh, but also yeah just the cricketing journey having not having a professional ground just having a small garden kind of place where we used to play just making the most out of it you know exactly <laughs> because we didn't know how good it it can be uh, what is the professional ground i didn't even know that you know exactly so, yeah yeah that kind of culture has been there since yeah. cricket is very uh, has been in the dna of most of the indians of our yeah. generation i would say at least yeah uh, so yeah the important thing was not how professionally things are available to you the important for us if you remember now was mm. somehow to get into a situation some place somewhere yeah. so that we can uh, we can play cricket yeah. it pl- cricket was the most important thing yeah That's so <laughs> <laughs> so we even worked hard to make a place for us for yeah. example in our town there were no proper even fields so what we did was when the farming season was gone so there will be leftovers of the plants or the uh, whatever has been done there mm. and then we'll try to prepare a pitch after for the season or ma- make something flat so that the ball doesn't end up 
somewhere else when we bowl. So something kind of pitch we try to bring in. And, and as everybody knows who is from India and yeah. from the town, we don't have proper wickets. We use the breaks. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the case there in my case as well. So we'll use the breaks. And yeah, we, we were very keen on creating opportunities for playing. Mm. Doesn't matter what time, because I have played like since five in the morning when it was holidays and also in the afternoons when mm. it was sun was shining bright in North India. You know how hot it is yeah. during summers. So it making most here yeah, 45, 48 degrees and sun screech, scratching heat. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't have sunscreens. <laughs> <laughs> we were not bothered about wearing full T-shirt. So we don't get too much melanin in our skin. Right. Nothing bothered us. Yeah. Bothered us actually. So it was all about being focused, That's playing. We want to play. Yeah, that's the secret of our uh, permanent tan as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> no, but that's so true because uh, now when I think of, when you're sharing this, I also uh, I'm going back my memory lane and I'm thinking like whatever we used to get, we used to make a facility out of it. Like you, you mentioned we didn't have wickets. We used to have walls behind just paint a wicket exactly chalk it out chalk it out yeah um most yeah sometimes like only i remember after playing one or two years um when i was from eight until ten maybe then we started having wickets because then parents started investing and thought maybe okay he is serious about the game <laughs> so maybe let's me let me pitch in just enough for the wicket then we started having wickets and one very funny story comes to my mind, like um, one time we were playing during monsoon season when it was not raining, fortunately. And uh, we thought, okay, that's the perfect time to play cricket. We went there and uh, yeah, in the garden that I mentioned, it was not a ground, but it was a smaller ground slash garden type of uh, place. And uh, <laughs> I was fielding, we were only four or five players. That's if we have five players, we are already we have done very well. The game well. is on. <laughs> yeah, game is on. With I used to play with four, three of my closest friends, so we were four all the time. But we had one or two more extra players on that day. Uh, so we went there, and I was uh, fielding in long on, and just waiting for the bowler to ball. Um, I felt something on my foot, and. Um, I was like, okay, I'm so concentrated at the uh, bowler that I'll have a look after one second, split second after he has bowled, right? He was on the run-up when I felt something on my foot. He bowled the ball and then I looked. It was a snake which had already <laughs> passed. It, it was on my foot when the bowler was on the run-up and it had passed afterwards. And my God, that was yeah, so Yeah, that is scary, right? Yeah, <laughs> but but so can you imagine the kind of focus we used to put in playing? So yeah. focused, we'll not think about anything else. That's true. <laughs> but now imagine now we are thinking of thousand other things, doing something in our life, right? Yeah. But that time, yeah, I, I'm still amazed when I used when I actually think about those times. Mm. I was so focused, nothing used to worry us. The only thing was okay, what 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 we doing to do? That's even true. before playing, yeah. even in school. Because we knew we will go and play after the school. Mm. We will make plans how we'll bowl, where we'll keep the ball, yeah. or how we're going to bat. <laughs> yeah, means, yeah, those were the plans which were always going through our minds. Yeah. That, so that was the kind of passion we used to carry yeah. for cricket since our childhood. Yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing. And um, 
now you've directly definitely did not correct, uh, come here directly from india right because as far as i know you we've been playing in the same team for past 3 years right so this is more of a refresher course for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so when you moved away from india uh, did you also continue to play cricket there wherever you moved and first of all before that where was your first stop after india okay so the first stop after india outside uh, it was johannesburg south africa okay and of, also a cricketing nation of course and it was amazing so there i miss i had no idea mm. how would i carry out my passion in that place yeah. but amazingly well there is more uh, facilities available in mm. south africa as compared to netherlands i would say okay yeah because yeah they have lush green grounds uh, where you can play mm. that we have here as well but mm. there you have dedicated grounds mm. here you have like okay for example acc ground 1 that is also used for golf right but in south africa that's not the case yeah. so there we used to have lush green grounds nice pitches yeah. but outdoor cricket i played only on certain occasions okay. but there i used to play indoor cricket mm. so there used to be a a very good uh, uh, tournament in the indoor cricket and it is so popular in south africa i heard some of the international players also took some time out and they would come and yeah just enjoy themselves Okay. Yeah, and it it's a very nice concept given that the kind of uh, weather that country has. It mm. is similar to uh, Netherlands. The temperatures are similar. It's just that it is on the other hemisphere, so right. it's exactly opposite. Yeah. Or is it raining all the time there? Ah, uh, yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, it means uh, yeah, fascinating. Means yeah, somehow the Dutch people have found another country, mm. but in the different hemisphere, which is quite having quite similar climatic conditions. Okay. Yeah, that I realized when I uh, when I spent some time in this country. That yeah, because that country is also like uh, it was I think colonized by Dutch, mm. and there are so many Dutch people I worked there. So as I was talking about the indoor cricket, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, we we used to go there every alternate night. Mm. We used to have tournaments. and actually we won there actually we i played uh, personally played three seasons in there and i have won gold silver and bronze all the oh, three medals nice. i still have them i still cherish them <laughs> and uh, yeah it was lovely and the ball they use yeah yeah as you already know i am kind of i like swinging the yeah. ball and yeah that ball used to swing a lot it's a ball between tennis and uh, the actual leather ball which we play okay. here so it's not that heavy it's not that heavy okay. it's a big, big a bit bigger in shape nice seam okay leathery touch and it used to swing a lot mm. and it was magical for me and that actually that gave me confidence to swing the ball yeah. i did not used to swing the ball for mm. that matter i never played a leather ball cricket in india okay yeah so because as i mentioned i wasn't i'm from a small town i did not move out till my 12th standard mm. and uh, whenever uh, and after that i never joined a club mm. so that was the first time when i joined certain club i played outdoor cricket as well as indoor cricket so it was interesting there are in uh, johannesburg you have cricketing shops you can get uh, cricketing things like bat and ball and everything mm-hmm. and yeah it was it was very lovely and i mean since that was the first place which i went outside india mm-hmm. still i used to think that okay you can get all cricketing stuff in certain shop or the other in any country yeah 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 and and that, and that myth was broken when i came here right. yeah <laughs> i couldn't even get a proper ball here yeah. so yeah we had to outsource everything here right, right. to play cricket right right i But, mean now yeah just thinking about the facility and also like just the cricketing 
uh, stuff that you can buy i think now it's growing a lot a lot yes based on of course how the international team is doing but also the number of expats who are coming from india or subcontinent uh, they are also trying to make it easier for the others who are playing the exactly. game exactly yeah. now yeah now now you can find if if not available in the native shops you can always find ways to source them yeah so it has become much easier now there are True. channels set up lines established yeah. as a kind of thing which you can help us in uh, getting stuff right right yeah so in in a way it is definitely growing in netherlands yeah. or we may say it's growing with us i would say because we have seen it growing together with us we don't know what used to happen before that that's true yeah, yeah. so maybe yeah. people used to have difficult time to yeah. get this those things yeah. yeah that's true so coming back to your journey in cricket so you played and basically became a swing bowler in south africa and then how long did you play there before moving to netherlands in south africa i spent around 2 two and a half years there okay so in that duration i used to play regularly okay so for, and uh, yeah mostly it was indoor cricket i uh, i played one or two matches outside that i used to go to practice sessions on the, on the outdoor cricket so in so in in those one or two matches i was i was uh, actually able to perform very well in one of those matches i even took five wickets in one of the matches and awarded man of the match i still cherish those memories as well <laughs> because yeah it is one of the uh, first organized cricket award i got right. <laughs> so if you put it big that deal. way yeah sure. so it was a very big deal for me yeah. so i made sure i am available to take it in person yeah <laughs> and <laughs> yeah nice. it was lovely it was a lovely feeling still cherish it nice nice and uh, then you came to netherlands and did you straight away know that you're going to join acc or did you also just go to other clubs and uh, basically figure out what are the nice clubs or what are the nice facilities or how was the decision making to join a club here okay it was i would say yeah it was accidental because initial days which i came to netherlands i spent in uh, in the first two years i spent in kroningen Okay. And there's no cricket yet in Kroningen. Oh yeah, actually <laughs> happy to report that they started a cricketing club this yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah, and and that is one of my very good friends that is Ravi. Okay. Who actually took that initiative and now they are they have uh, put an application to KNCB and they have now managed to open this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are still hunting for the ground uh, to find proper ground to play and stuff, but yeah, yeah the the good part is yeah, as you already mentioned, they are they have managed to introduce mm. that in Croningen as well. Yeah. So the first two years it was like a kind of Croningen is another part of Netherlands. It's mm. it's far north. It's quite unconnected to the Randstad. Yeah. So yeah, that So after that I moved to Den Haag and still no touch with cricket and then when I moved to Hoftop when mm. I got my own house mm. and one of the uh, team members from ACC4 uh, became my colleague okay and that's when I uh, that's when he invited me or I showed some interest while we were talking and he said why don't you come down and check it out and that was the first time I came down and met some wonderful people in there and that caught my interest and i made sure that yeah it is going to continue from here on okay and who was that colleague that is girish girish <laughs> yeah. we should thank girish to recruit of you of course <laughs> of course yeah means although he was not captain at the time but he was extremely friendly right even um, after one or two sessions which i came in i was mm. not member then mm. we used to go out eat some vada pavs at 
Tahur, me, Girish, nice. and Vishal, who actually introduced me to this team. Okay. And Vishal Tingre, he is not, not in Netherlands now. He's yeah. moved back to India. Yeah. But he has settled a good path for me to follow. Nice. And yeah, since then, I've been enjoying this uh, thoroughly. And I've never looked for any other club because I not, did not need to. Yeah, no. Uh, so from my side, so as I mentioned already, we've been teammates for past three years. And I think you are one of those people who everyone looks up to uh, because of your experience with the game. I don't know, maybe it's not just that, but I feel like it's also the way that you uh, manage the team members uh, when you were vice captain. It was a very uh, subtle role, <laughs> not too prominent because the decision making was mostly done by the captain. But you made sure that everyone is utilized in the best way possible uh, and they show the best of their capabilities, right? And that was something I think that it was, it was and it is still underappreciated. So I'd like to appreciate that uh, on this podcast because I think without you, I think the team is a bit of, uh, yeah, it, it is a bit incomplete uh, in a sense. I'm not even talking skill-based, right? I'm talking about the, the attitude in the team, the atmosphere in the team. You lift it up when it's required. You bring us down when we are flying high <laughs> to make sure you know we are not flying too high. So that is something which is extremely important to have in any team. And you are the guy uh, who does it for ACC4. So thank you so much. Sure, Sushant. Yeah, it uh, means... Yeah, uh, thanks for the kind words. <laughs> yeah, and thanks for all the appreciation. And yeah, means as a vice captain, I mean, there's a story behind that as well, right? Okay. So as a vice, I mean, it was not like, okay, we decided that, okay, let's have a vice captain that was voting and stuff as such. It was the need of the hour at that time. There were some situations in the team where, okay, Greece was uh, stepping up as a captain. And then, yeah, then there was some proposals who could be the vice captain and actually initially i did not i did not know whether to pitch in for that or not mm. but i got a call from a lot of our colleagues that why don't you try or why don't you pitch in because we would like to go with you actually that actually inspired me or that actually pushed me to the edge mm. where i would say i i went there and did put it put myself out mm. for the same thing but I would not say I was ready. Mm. But yeah, for that matter means the kind of upbringing I have, I'm always ready for anything. <laughs> so, nice, savage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so just try to fit in the role, help the team where the yeah. need be. So for me, the important thing is cricket, right? Mm. It's not all about any of us. Of course, when you focus on the game, when you're on the ground, you're focused on the game, but it also, it's a team, right? Mm. And the team is made of people. Mm. And you had to have a good connect with people. Yeah. Yeah, but... And especially the level of cricket that we play. We yeah. are not playing, uh, representing our nation or anything. We are just playing like uh, out of our own interest, right? Exactly. And if you don't feel belonged to that team, to those uh, group of people, yeah. then it's difficult to spend the whole day every week yeah. yeah, with those people, right? So yeah, and people put a lot of emotion in there, right? Exactly. And to manage those kind of emotions, to keep your head straight, yeah. And you you should be uh, yeah, you have to give it a quite a thought 
when you speak out yeah you have to focus on certain things you have to filter out certain things <laughs> so we have seen the whole journey you have been around for 3 years now yeah. right you have seen the emotional outburst yeah. the happy moments yeah. <laughs> yeah the enthusiastic one over enthusiasm over the field i, I would not say over enthusiasm that may seem a bit negative but, but more yeah, emotional more emotional <laughs> i would say and i think some some way or the other that's also important yeah that keep that keep you in the game right uh, so that shows you the how passionate you are about the game yeah. and also you mentioned that okay we are not playing professional cricket yeah. that yeah so uh, my view point here would be yeah if we don't play that's that's correct mm-hmm. so uh, there is always balance mm-hmm. if we start thinking completely in that way we are not playing professional cricket then mm-hmm. i would say at some level with a team of say 12 or 15 members mm-hmm. you may lose focus and when you lose focus you will stop enjoying it mm. because eventually why are we on the ground to play cricket yeah. and that's give us compete yeah. play cricket that's give us the most pleasure yeah. we are drawing pleasure out of it yeah, yeah, yeah. and that keeps us together yeah. we are some random group of people right we mm. are not colleagues we are not family friends we are some random group of people met on the ground so yeah. what keeps us together is cricket mm. so if we lose focus in there then everything falls apart mm. so you're so, saying that the motivation should be there of competing of course there should be but a healthy it. one yeah but a healthy one then otherwise means see you uh, i see you as one of the uh, more enthusiastic guys mm-hmm. and the passion uh, the kind of passion you carry the kind of commitment that is shown you are you are a fast bowler for our team right mm-hmm. so your aggression that commitment is there otherwise we will stop enjoying the game yes, itself right yeah, yeah, yeah. imagine there's no sushant in the team we don't see that aggression everybody comes and delivers okay that's fine i am not that aggressive person but we need that kind of aggression in a fast bowler yeah, yeah, yeah. so there is a balance there should be a balance there should yeah. be a mix you br- you bring that balance yeah so you bring that balance we have different personalities in our team so aggressive personality calm personality yeah. so we need all those characters yeah. so that keeps us on our toes yeah. right that Absolutely. keeps us competitive motivated so that is important yeah i mean for my aggression i can say that i don't know i don't really know where it comes from <laughs> yeah that that that's the best part of it yeah. right <laughs> that means you are too much so much into it no i would not say too much you are so much into it yeah. that yeah we I means i thoroughly enjoy that i would say uh, and yeah. never had an objection yeah, i thoroughly <laughs> enjoy it and then we will deal deal it after the game yeah it's uh, something like when i uh, finish the game automatically there is a button which switches off and i don't remember i remember what happened but i don't want to focus on the aggressive part of the game right yeah like, like uh, one of the games we were playing i had too much to say or celebrate once i took the wicket but after the game i talked with the guy and i apologized like you know i didn't mean it yeah and uh, take it easy you know so yeah i don't really know how to control that but i also don't want to because it's the part of the game and it comes yeah. hand in hand being a fast bowler exactly see this so yeah cricket is a gentleman's game that's all yeah. fine but we are also like uh, the people from the age where football is also quite popular yeah or i would say in these areas in europe it is more popular yeah and football has a quite a good amount of aggression and you follow football right yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so i would say yeah you bring in certain game spirit into uh, the cricket mm. so yeah means as you mentioned if you if you can calm down after the game mm. you leave it on the ground yeah. you can always mend relationships because we are going to spend a lot we have spent a lot of time together yeah. we will spend a lot of time together nothing personal it's all about the game yeah absolutely as yeah. long as it doesn't uh, 
in uh, we say instigate any other person yeah. or personally insult someone it's all okay absolutely i would say i i remember one of the podcasts where harsha bhogle said the handshakes after the game is so important because it reminds us that it's just a game exactly yeah <laughs> and and here's a very valid and very uh, tr- correct point right yeah. when you shake a hand yeah you you just say okay it's done here it's yeah. packed here we are all good let's move out enjoy the life exactly so yeah um yeah thanks for uh, bringing me back my memories again <laughs> but i keep coming back with my side of story we've been playing in acc4 for 3 years now um you've been mainly our fast bowler in the team did you always want to become a fast bowler or did you have like your passion was somewhere else no in a way i was always a bowler first okay i enjoyed batting of course and i performed as well in my uh, not the leather ball game but mm. i played tournaments mm. the tennis ball tournaments in my town and stuff so i was kind of all rounder but i always been the fast bowler first okay so that's was the kind of thing which i always focus so when it is time yeah. to choose i'll always choose bowling okay so <laughs> that that that's the kind of thing which is i have um, i mean developed since i have started playing cricket okay sorry to take another detour but yeah. it happened so recently i have to share it once this season last season i was playing a game with zomi the captain asked me um we don't have any place in the middle order so you have to pick one role either you bowl but you don't get to bat in until from 1 to number 10 or you open the batting and then we don't we think about if you get the ball or not and until that point i was really very eager to bat and for the past 3 years as you know you know i'm trying to climb up that ladder from 11 now i'm batting on number 9 or something but it's just some some interest is there to bat right and at that moment i had a choice to i had a decision to make whether i open which i have never done in my life <laughs> or i open the bowling which i usually do and i still chose bowling <laughs> within split second the answer came out bowling <laughs> yeah of course means yeah means you follow fast bowling not just because you want to do means somebody wants you to do it mm. fast bowlers are always always by their choice yeah you cannot be a fast bowler by somebody else's choice you That's can be true. a spinner by somebody else's yeah. choice you can be a part time spinner not a fast bowler yeah and being a fast bowler is also i think most of the people want to do when they start playing cricket and that's my opinion by the way but like i feel like most of the people want to have that adrenaline rush and if they cannot do it because of their action or because of the you know the speed or whatever then they figure out what i want to become what what can i do in this game to stay in the game <laughs> exactly and that has happened to lot many international cricketers as well right yeah. so means for example zoni oh, yeah. right so he was kind of footballer and then he became something else some cricketers came as fast bowlers and they became excellent batters yeah anil so, kumble for example yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so there are, there are lot many examples in indian cricket as well so yeah. that happens in india it takes some times to f- figure out yeah. but eventually you will figure out because there's a lot of cricket played in india right yeah so at some play some stage or the other you yeah. can always figure out absolutely and uh, also bowling i prefer bowling a little bit more than batting also because in this game uh, we are asking the questions as bowlers yeah you know it's a, exactly it's a proactive 
decision from our side and a reactive approach from the batsman side <laughs> yeah <laughs> so as a batsman you just just get one chance right yeah. one chance i would say and from the sense that if you get out you get out yeah you're out of the ground yeah. but as a bowler there's always chance to come back each and every ball yeah you ask so, different questions yeah. okay you answer that one i'm gonna come yeah, with, come with different <laughs> one you hit me four sixes that's fine on the fifth ball if i get you out you are done and dusted yeah so yeah, yeah i always have a chance so yeah. as a father that is also one of the things which may uh which, which may pe- uh, inspire people to become a fast bowler or the one who likes to challenge right yeah yeah absolutely great and um i'd also like to ask about the team itself now that uh, you've been playing for acc4 for 3 years and i think this we have mentioned five times already in the podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um with the perspective of the team how do you see us doing better or um how do you see us going forward just as a context also before you answer that question we started from scratch no experience for most of the players um like myself i did not have any leather ball experience um then 3 years ago we formed a team then we moved to you know we still played for third or fourth division slowly climbed the ladder with a promotion somehow and now we just very close to get promoted again right yeah. and we finished second and now how do you see uh, our team to regroup after that kind of i would say uh, low on morale team right now because we could have gotten promoted until the last game and then we lost the last game so how do you see us coming coming back together what do you say to the lads uh, how to regroup themselves leave whatever behind uh, whatever happened how do you move forward to that okay first of all means uh, talking about our team acc4 it it has got a very strong core mm. i would say so some of the guys which originally formed the team mm. they are quite experienced mm-hmm. and they are quite talented as well so uh, those form the core of the team mm. and then we also started entering the core spending some time with the team mm. so that team has got certain kind of character mm. if you see how as you already mentioned in 3 years what we have achieved if you assess it that way we have got already promoted once mm. we are very close second mm. in the last season so actually if if you have to see the holistic picture i would always say to the teammates look at the holistic picture we are improving every step of the way mm. we are if you see the last season let's start with last last season we were heavily dependent on our batting so we were like okay and uh, no sorry heavily dependent on the bowling part right, right? and batting was like okay yeah. it can crumble at any time we did not have that much faith in our batting right imagine the last season mm. how many times have we scored 200 plus scores true so and that to emphatically and and most of the top order or the uh, middle order contributing in that mm. process so we have got centuries like we guys hitting centuries we have uh, guys you in the last in the, the uh, season which just passed by you took five wickets right mm. so these kind of performances are coming up so i would say just don't keep your spirits uh, keep your spirits high just mm. because it's just a matter of time mm. when so you will perform you will get to the next class you will uh, you can outperform anyone because the kind of character the kind of energy we are putting in the kind of balance we are having in the team the strength mm. batting and bowling everything is coming around even the fielding aspect mm. i see it it has improved a lot although i would say we can put more effort and improve a bit further as yeah. you have always been saying yeah. <laughs> and i definitely agree with that 
but still it has improved mm. so i would say yeah just keep your spirits high we can be there any time mm. come up with the fresh spirit f- forget about the bad part of the last things take mm. the learnings and move ahead right right cricket is a game of temperament mm. after you get the skills you get the talent you get a balanced team it's all about the temperament mm. if you keep the temperament you win the game that's true. that's <laughs> <Yeah>. so true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um before we close last question from my side and i ask this to every guest you've played particularly you have played cricket for such a long time and so different places so many different locations with so many different people there has to be some moments which have stuck with you yeah. so any moments that you would like to share with us yeah of course means it is not funny though it's more oh. like inspiring one okay yeah i mean <laughs> because of means yeah i always try to look at the things in a funny way all the time so yeah. it nothing especially stood out i always enjoy a company <laughs> but from the memory wise as i mentioned in south africa when i played outdoor i got five wickets that is one of the most memorable moments mm-hmm. because when i was bowling on that pitch it was not looking like i had a grip on the ball mm. so yeah i bowled my first spell with two overs or so mm-hmm. two or three overs nothing turned out mm. it was like okay i was not able to pitch the ball at the place where i wanted to pitch mm. and in the next spell when i came i don't know what what happened <laughs> it was like there were left-handers right-handers and both both the type of batsmen i i was able to grip the ball and pitch it so nice i felt so confident i still remember that feeling mm. i i not only catch i i bowled them out mm. i took the bails off i did everything what i could it looked like it was my day nice. so that always stuck to my memory so that is one of the most memorable matches which i played and i eventually ended up taking five wickets mm. and yeah it was like in the when the match began i was no one and after the match i had something to talk about nice <laughs> vivek thank you so much for joining sure thanks a lot for the uh, for uh, having me here shushant and it was lovely talking to you thank you for your time thank you for listening and see you next time